Welcome back. Welcome back, baby. We are back. What? How many week? How many week? Did we take off? Three. Three weeks. Three week break. Yeah. So back for episode eight. Finn's episode back. Eight. Finn's back. He's super excited. The yep. new setup. New setup. Yep. But your name is who? Oh, I'm Tyler. Okay. And you are? Oh, I'm Mike. Yeah, and we are. A couple guys. Living life. Being hater-ass bitches. There we go. Okay. Hey, we, had, we had to bring it back. We had to bring it back, sang it. Sang it all time. We, I think we did it literally the first episode, and that was it. That was it. And we're eight episodes in. Number eight. Number eight. <sighs> I missed recording. Yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I've been looking this whole week. I had been, too. Um, it's nice, too, because, like, so down here now. Yeah, you know, like a table, an actual like table setup. Yeah, and obviously, you know, we'll keep moving forward as time goes on with getting yeah. better and newer microphones and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but no, yeah, we uh, we did promise new microphones last time, and um, he's tight. That's yeah, better than my asshole. So. Yeah, I mean, we couldn't really. Oh, also, Dave, up, but like, fuck you, <laughs> Dave Steinke. Fuck you. Um, Love you. Yeah, they requested not as much foul language. <laughs> Tyler uh, broke that. Yeah. He's so good to hear that. But um, like when somebody tells me not to do something, though, like I want to do it more. Right. But we got to start out episode eight the right way. Yeah, well, I have my green prime. Just yeah. take my orange one. Orange, but I poured mine into my... Baby Yoda, I will. I, see, I hate his actual name. Grogu. Yeah, it's a terrible name. It is. A, it is a terrible name, but like in season it's three, better than Yaddle. Right. Yaddle's a I'll, badass though. Yaddle is a badass, but it's a better name than Yaddle. Yaddle and Yoda. Better name than Yaddle. I don't care. Nah, you're, you're not gonna talk me out of that. You're not gonna talk me out of that. Out of that stance. By the way, season three has been a banger. People season three has been so good. The episode is too short though. But so that's that's one thing I kind of won't give you. I think we talked about it the other day. Is that like has this season felt the cheesiest? A little bit. This season has felt cheesy, but like that fighting scene on the beach had me cr- kind of crying. So I was like, okay, guys, you guys are supposed to be the baddest it, warriors. In it the felt world like an episode of Power Rangers. It really did. I was like, that was All Power Rangers shit. And the way they were shooting the water, I was like, all right, guys, come on. Right. It was, it was like you guys are not looking badass right now. Nah. But, Except for Din Djarin, Bo-Katan. Yeah, because uh, Bo-Katan's sexy as fuck. What? My God, yes. She looks better now than she did last season. Well, that was a couple years ago. Kitty Sackoff, man. Say Kakoff. Say Kakoff. Say Kakoff. Say Kakoff. Kitty Sackoff. She, um... Oh, she's looking damn good. Amazing. Yeah. We are big fans. Big fans. For sure. It's for sure. But, obviously, no spoilers and like that. No. But we'll wait till the season's over. Dude, Mandalorian's been so good. And this last episode, um, like Dustin Craig on, uh, he had testing on his story where there, there was like a reference to somebody else in the prequel trilogy who was, yes. who was kind of a cult following now, but kind of got a lot of hate back then. No, he's still hated. Yeah, but he, he's, still, he's got a little bit more. I'm talking about the actor. The actor oh, himself dude. has a cold I don't want to... Uh, no, no, I don't want to say that, but I definitely want to get into that. 
Yeah, we'll get that into its own episode, like, later on. Like, we're talking yeah. about, like, the recap. Because I think that's one of the best things that they have ever done for some Yes. Yes, they have. And I hope guys, that we get more. Guys, got an amazing, no. guys got an amazing story. Dude, I need, I need more flashbacks to Order 66 and, like, young Because there's so Maybe much that can happen. Because we went from tens of thousands of Jedi to maybe a hundred. Maybe. Yeah. And there's so many canon Jedi that are alive. I think that would be dope. But that would be dope to learn more about. It would. But also, I think we'll do a Star Wars, entire Star Wars themed episode. I am on season four of Rebels. So So yeah, we're going to do that soon. Yep, Sabine's mom just got murdered and her brother. And that's not spoiled. That show's been out for like five years. Yeah, that show's been out for a long time. Like, if you haven't watched it, you're probably not going to. But I'm on season four. But so. you should watch it because I don't care. I think Rebels is great. We talked about the first season kind of sucks. Yeah. But you got to get through it because, like, when Rebel hits a high point, Rebel hits probably the highest point of any Star Wars show ever. Besides Clone Wars. I think there's an argument. I don't know, man. Clone Wars is goaded. That's going to be a whole. Can I, that's, that's a whole. Thing. That's a whole. It's a whole episode itself. We're talking about Katie Sackhoff, though. Can we talk about, like, animation? Like, Hera? <laughs> oh. Smoking hot. So, can we talk about how, like, some of the characters in freaking Clone Wars? Like, Ahsoka in Clone Wars? They kind of butcher Ahsoka in Rebels, but... Yeah, she looks weird. Yeah. But like, it's, like, too anime. The voice <laughs> actor. The voice actor for her. Thing. No more. The voice actor for her, the clones, and Obi-Wan is going to be at Indiana Comic-Con this year. So I definitely want to go. Yeah, I'm going to try to get a video of me with dude saying, good soldiers follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. This season of Bad Bash has been really good, too. I've liked it. It hasn't been as good as it's the first season. Miss, man. It hasn't been as good as the first season, but I've liked it. Like, it's... I, I think I get what they're going for. It's just... Yeah, like that two-parter with Palpatine showing up. I was like, "All right, this is peak." And then it's like, "Oh, now we're going to this." Yeah, we gotta get into the whole Star Wars thing. Stop. Lay down. Go. It's gonna be. We're gonna do a whole Star Wars thing. Cause I have my thoughts on that. But lay down. <coughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, sorry, Finn is in the podcast today, so you're probably hear us talking about him a little bit. Yeah, you might hear him whining in the background. Hopefully not, because we are using the microphone. It's just us again. Today, so we can actually remove background noise. You won't hear Jenny in the background. Yeah, crinkling her, crinkling her freaking art project for, for arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. Arts and crafts. Good news, everybody. Arts and crafts. Are they excited about nine hours? Or was it nine or five? Was it nine five hours? Five yeah. hours. Five hours. That movie's so good. I love that movie so much. It's so quotable. All of the early Adam Sandler movies are so quoted. My fingers hurt. My fingers hurt. Your back's gonna hurt. I just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> oh, I think I killed the Mr. Mr. Lady. Uh, random, random thing real quick. Did you see that, like, I don't remember how long ago it was, but it was pretty recent. Like, Adam Sandler won an award, and his daughters wrote the acceptance speech for him? No. Hysterical. I'll look this up. Hysterical. They, they, they freaking roast him the entire of course. time. Of course. And they roast uh, Ben Stiller. Just because you brought up Ben Stiller, and it's funny as fuck that like, mm-hmm. like his daughters wrote the speech that like they're not allowed to watch like Ben Stiller's movies. 
that they can only laugh at the movies that have what Adam Sandler calls himself the second man. <laughs> like it's, I'm telling you, look it up. It's so funny. It's, his daughters obviously are going to be comedic geniuses. Though. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Because he is. I mean, he is, and his wife is pretty funny too. She's a pretty. He's a pretty good. She's a pretty good actress. Yeah. But she actually gets to like. Act. She's not in many movies though. She's in some, like that aren't. Just her being a background character in his movies. Yeah. But some of the stuff that she has done, like she's done, I think she's done. I'll put her up. I think you would see her, but. Speaking of movies, you want to go to that first, or you, do you want to go to the other thing you want to talk about? Let's do the movies. So, one movie that me and you have been talking about, it seems like forever, it feels like, like years, but obviously it hasn't been because the movie's not that old. It came out last year. Is it? How long did it come out now? Like, Massive Talent? Yeah, like last year. Like fall, right? Yeah, damn near. What movie did we go see? We saw in previews and we were like, that looks hysterical. Probably a superhero movie. I mean, yeah, probably Marvel, DC, something. Yeah, because that's all we really go see again. Yeah. But, so we watched. Is it, what's the whole title? It's called The Unbearable Way to Massive Talent. Nick Cage, Pedro Pink. Pedro Pascal. That's something else we talked about. Is Pedro Pascal is like the whitest dude on the planet until he says his name. Yeah. Because he's like, do you think that's you guys? Thank you guys so much for coming and watching and seeing my TV shows. Remember, guys, my name is Pedro Pascal. You think that's his real accent though in the movie? Uh, No, he doesn't talk with an accent. You sure? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he needs to bring it on. Dude lived in Colombia until he was like six or seven or something. Most of his family, a lot of his family still lives there, so I'm sure he can bring it on whenever. Yeah. But, dude, Nicholas Cage is one of my favorite actors. And he absolutely slays that movie. Like, it really does make you believe that, like, Nick Cage is that person in real life. Dude, it really did. Like, he literally plays himself. Nick fucking! Nick fucking! Cage! <laughs> Hey, tell everybody Nick Cage movies are good. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you though, like that movie really is the line that had me is the line that had me cracking up the most, and I don't know why it was so funny when um, they think that some guy's getting off the plane when they find out Nick Cage. I think it was like Ike Barinholtz, and I think uh, what's the, I don't know the actress's name, but that's it. Haddish. Is it really? That's Tiffany Haddish, bro. Is it really? Yes. I'm gonna look. Hold on. I'm gonna look this up while you. I'm gonna tell this though. Is it really? I'm telling you. No man hair. Yeah, but she's had movies where she's had had her hair like that. I promise you, Sydney Hatch, bro, looks just like. Okay, now that you say that, I see it. Sounds just like it does. Look it up to confirm. I I am looking. I could be wrong. Could be some other random chick. Yeah. Finn, come on. Um. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I lost my co-host for a minute. Where you go? Oh, it is Tiffany Haddish. Finn, go upstairs. As long as he lays down and shuts up. Yeah. He's okay. We'll see some dog abuse. <laughs> so, that is, so that is Tiffany Haddish. So when she's like, oh, Nick Cage, I'm your biggest fan. Me and my nine-year-old nephew love pe- uh, uh, fruits, too. Fruits, too. And then she was talking to the dude, and she was like, have you ever seen Cruise, too? No, I haven't seen fucking Cruise, too. I'm fucking 44 years old. 
reason I lost Fruit Soup. I, I, I lost, lost it. Too. I a, lost it. That's a that's the thing about that movie though. It's so perfect, and I and it's one thing I really love about like just because Nick Nick Cage is known as a, as a thespian. Yeah, like dude takes the the art of acting deeper than most people do in Hollywood. Plus the nice cameo. Well, not really cameo. He had a big part, kind of. Neil Patrick Harris, though. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. It's always great to see. See, but that's the thing is, like I said, it's just it's just so thought through, mm-hmm. and like everything means something. It's not just one of those like raunchy comedy movies where it's just like ha, that was really funny, but it didn't didn't speak anything to the plot. Yeah, of everything in that movie meant something, and everything in that movie like led to like what they were trying to get across. Yeah, and like. I know we're not, really, we're not really trying to leave spoilers, but, like, let's be honest about it. We, Dude, the movie's been out since, like, like a year. So, so and Plus, we already know, like, obviously, we like... I don't know many people who actually wanted to watch it. Except Dustin it's, Brago. It's, I, I, told, I told him you watched it today, and you said it was fucking immaculate, too. Did you watch it? He said, he said I'm going to have to check it out now. That you, you and Tyler All right. are both vouching for it. So, we maybe be careful, I guess, but... But, but, but let's be honest, part, like, part of it... Like, there's a lot of fourth wall breaking without it being fourth wall breaking. Like, it's not, it's not, uh, Deadpool, where Deadpool's like, oh, hi, Fox. Yeah. It's nothing like that, but it's like, you know what? We should make a movie where my, Nick Cage literally, literally plays himself. Literally plays himself, and then, like, and everyone else is talking about, make, because Pedro Pascal hires him to come to do a birthday party, and potentially, like, be in a movie that he'd write. Yeah. So, like, throughout the movie, they're talking about writing the movie, but it's, like, the same shit that they're going through yeah. in the movie currently. And then at the end, obviously, like, yeah, they wind up doing what they do. And, like I said, it just all leads up perfectly to it. Like, nothing is, like, forgotten about. If, if something that happens and makes you laugh, yeah, it, like, it's gonna reference it again. Yep. Like I said, it's just the... Like you, honestly, like you would think the movie's written by like the South Park guys because of how thoughtful Pad- it is. Paddington Two, Paddington Two, like that. That man joke. cry and want to be a better man. <laughs> Dude, he's talking about like Citizen. He goes all oh, bullshit. He said, "So, what's your top three favorite movies?" It's like Citizen Kane and like oh, it was Face Off. Yeah, and then Face Off and Doctor of. Dr. Cargill, the private island of Dr. Cargill, whatever, yeah, and then it was Paddington. Yeah, Paddington. And then he said Paddington 2. Which is so funny because I was talking about Nick Cage movies during the movie, kind of like I was thinking about Nick Cage movies. And then I looked at Jenny and I was like, I was like, have you ever seen, like, I think personally for me, Cause you said it's up there, like you're probably your favorite Nick Cage movie. It, I'll, but I'll like, be it's so hard to put it as like my top. Right, like for like, me, it's like Face Off. Face Off is phenomenal, and I would say like Gone in Six Seconds. Gone in Six Seconds is phenomenal. That I mean, it's up there. Like this one, like blew me yeah, away you, of how good it was. Like when you really sit down and think about it, right? Like Nick yeah. Cage is on so many good movies. Yeah. Now I don't care. I love the Ghost Rider movies. You, oh, dude, I fucked with Ghost Rider. A lot of people shit on him for him, dude. Plus, I don't like. I think they're. I like them. I they're not up there for his best movies. Like, no. They're definitely not. But at the same time, like they're good movies. But it was like I was thinking. I was like, man, I, I love to Jenny. I was like, have you ever seen Face Off? It's like that's like the prototypical like. If you want to talk about good Nick Cage movies, great Nick Cage movies, the automatic one is. I probably, that's, that's probably his best movie. His best movie. I just. I you have to like. It's hard 
not to say like face yeah. off. Well, once again, it's another movie where it's like everything perfectly coincides with what it's supposed to happen. What, face off? Face off. Yeah, it's a perfectly written movie. And so, like, I, I think it was like right before. Nope, give that to me. You're done. You're done. You're too, making too much noise. Yeah, you're done, Finn. You're gonna lay down. Yeah, shut up. Um, I was like, no, go lay down now. Go. I, I literally looked at Jenny and I was like, have you seen Face Off? And she was like, no. And I think it was right then when he was like, what's your top three favorite movies of all time? And he was like, Face Off. And I was like, oh, look at that. And then like, they kept talking about Face Off. And I was like, they reference Face Off a lot. And then the Golden Guns. Yeah. Shit's iconic, dude. I forgot I forgot the character who plays with Face Off. You know, like, it's like his name. <laughs> him and John. Dude, him and John Travolta had a run of like movies to get. I feel like yeah, I, oh. maybe... I feel like my mom was like a massive Nick Cage fan, and so she, or maybe it's my stepdad, but he, like, they had all the Nick Cage movies. And I remember, I swear, I watched like four movies in a row where they both were like in them at the same time. And I was like, they must be like, they almost reminded me of like, uh, they almost reminded me of like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, you know? Oh, close series. How they uh, always do their movies together. So, lost my co-host again here. So I'll keep talking for him. Go ahead and get rid of the dog here. But you know, Jeremy, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you talked about how Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and like Nick Jason Bob. Yeah, yeah, dude. I got something about Jason Bob. Yeah, I watched Birds Three. I need to. It's on Hulu. My mom told me it's like perfect. Like it's emotional. Solid. Is it? Alright. It's like a, it's like... I love those movies. It's like, Ke- like... It's a love letter from Kevin Smith, basically. Literally is. It... Well, it probably made him... Probably wrote it, probably right after he had his heart attack, so... No, he wrote re- Reboot after his heart attack. Oh, well, I mean, he probably wrote both. Be real. He wrote this... He, he decided to do Clerks 3 after how, how Reboot went. Mm. I love Kevin Smith. I love Jason Mewes. But, uh... So yeah, we won't be. I guess we can't really get into spoilers because people want to watch that movie. But speaking of spoilers, went to see John Wick Four last night. Yeah, you did. Forgot about me again. Mike's upset because me and my wife had a date night. It's cool, bro. See John Wick. I had seen all three before you did, so probably. But that's fine. That's fine. Can we talk about perfect? Let's talk about perfect movies, though. Just the way, the, like, the way that there's some things that you're like, on. why are they doing? Like, why did they make that decision? But like, for John Wick, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't. Keanu Reeves, man, because we all know what we're going to see in those movies. Like Keanu, the, first, the first one had like a true storyline, right? Like, we right. See, we need, it was an action hero. I mean, really, though, it's, it all is a storyline. Like the second one, but the second too. and third were like they're all in one giant storyline. Right. Well, but, it blazes in number four too. Right. Exactly. It's like saying it's all one giant storyline after the first one. That way he can be this, just like, straight up murder. Let's be honest, we all know the memes, we all know what the hell John Wick, what John Wick is about. Dude just straight up murders everybody for two straight movies, not right. three straight movies. Potentially two straight movies, yeah, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I will say, we all know John Wick I don't, don't want to get into John Wick 4 too much. You almost don't, though. Like, you do, but you don't. I, I will say that. Right. Um, isn't this this is the second or third one that like broke a movie record for like most like <laughs> most like villain kill, like, killed villains in a movie or probably, something probably yeah probably four will break that really 
For the ending, um, in the credits, yeah, it said like it said this movie's for Lewis Riddick or um, Riddick. It's, his last name's Riddick though. Yeah, it's Lewis Riddick of the guy at the ESPN. Right. Um, um, hold on. Um, I can't think of his name is yeah, but he like literally just died last week. Dude, he was one of my favorite parts of those movies too. He's a really good actor. He's done a lot of um, movies. Hold He's on. never been like a. In a lot of these movies, he hasn't been like the prominent role. No, I don't think he's ever had a leading role. But he's in, he's in so much, so many voice acting roles. Lance Reddick. Lance, Lance Reddick. Reddick. Yeah. Reddick. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wait. Wait, what? He's dead in real life? Even Jay was like, yeah. You didn't know that? I was talking about that at work. I'm like, he was all fun. over. I was like, media. when did he die? Literally, literally a week before it comes out. Yeah, I was like, yeah, his name was like seventeenth last, last, last Friday. Weekend, yeah, yeah. So I was like, that sucks, man. Because like he was probably one of my favorite parts of that movie. He was like fifty, <coughs> sixty, dude. And they say he died of natural causes. Yeah. People are like, the fuck, how do you die of natural causes at sixty? I mean, shit, people die in their twenties of natural causes. I mean, I know it's like it's just it's just yeah. it really is. But what? No, for sure, I mean, it's rare. But, like I said, go see John Wick um, for, we'll definitely do a breakdown in a few months. Yeah, for sure. Those those are such good movies, man. Perfect franchise, man. Um, I will say that last night I saw some things that you made not pertain to the movie. But, like, we went to Wonderland, Miles, which was cheap. And it is a nice theater. And we were actually, we were actually. First time I've really ever been there. I mean, I've been there when I was a kid, but yeah. when we went to Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Halloween kills. kills. Yeah. And uh, it was, we were late, so we missed the first couple of minutes of the movie. We both had to go to the bathroom. We figured, like, oh, we'll have time for previews. No, that motherfucker started by at 45. Really? Yeah. So we were late, which is fine. I guess we didn't really miss much, but man, I'm definitely going to watch it again. But, like, these people came in after us. Had a fucking stroller, and their baby was just like it was maybe maybe like sitting up watching this movie. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, guys? You're bringing in damn near infant to a John Wick. Movie. Yeah, but also the the, the infant's not our series. I understand that, but it's the premise. Like, no, yeah, it's it's the moral behind. Yeah, and then so then okay, the lights come on. I turn around. I will say this: there is an end credit scene. End credit scene. Yeah. Turn around. There's a dad with maybe an eleven-year-old daughter, maybe nine. I'm like, okay, you really think it's smart to bring your child to see John Wick? Like, come on. Yeah, that's so. Uh, that's how serial killers. Right. I'm serious. <laughs> But no, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much. I just will say John Wick 4, Chef's so. Kiss. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, John Wick 4, dude. 
Keanu Reeves, man. Keanu like, that's what makes it so he's good. He's another guy, like, too, man, who doesn't miss. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, with John Wick, you almost want to, you can, you can almost buy into it because he you was. know in real life Keanu Reeves is such a fantastic human being. Right. From, you know, appearances. We don't know him personally. But, no, like, but like, he's my the most man, personal person. My man is taking pictures with women, and he's just like, yeah, I'll have my arm around you when my hands are going to be out here. Dude, it takes us so taking no risks. Dude, takes us so Here you go. Nope, my hands are out here. Yeah, I'll take pictures. Yeah, so he's one of the most doing. successful people in Hollywood, ever in Hollywood. <laughs> and he still is just laughing like a normal dude. Yeah, man. He goes yeah. to a local bodega every day in New York. That's funny. And he says she hates the way he talks, though, which... People have always made fun of the way he talks. No, like John Wick, not Keanu Reeves. Like John Wick. Like how he talks in the movies. John Wick talks the same way. I don't know. I really never heard Keanu Reeves like talk like that. I still need to see the Matrix. He talks, man. I guess. Just like, just like a McCage. McCage. Okay, man. Okay, Woo! Woo! Cage! <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, so I know you said um, something about a tweet, right? So your most liked tweet ever. My most like humble brag for a minute. No, dude. It, no, I'm not humble bragging. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about this because it's hilarious, dude. This is driving yes. me nuts. I'm not gonna lie. So, I'm gonna talk about this for a minute. Go ahead. So I finished this part of my sleeve. And like, looks good though. Oh, I think it's dope. So it's just underneath. Okay, yeah. It's literally just this part, but like, it's literally in my armpit. Yeah. And you know how it is, you know, the day or two afterwards, like I'm still a little bit swollen, still a little sore. Yeah, dude. So my armpit is like swollen and sore. Who did it? Same guy who did everything else. Same Bicho. Mm. Uh, what, what WC Tats on Instagram? Gotcha. Yeah, good dude, man. I said everybody to him. Um. But, so, I, I just want to explain why I, why I keep, like, doing this stuff. It's so, because, like, That's fair. you have tattoos, you know how it is. Yep. If you went to Robin, you could have that classic stuff, though. You probably would be cool with it. <coughs> I'll do this stuff, too. Tweet, man, let's get into that. Say, we don't want to go two hours a day. No, we don't. Yeah, I got two babies to meet actually. Todd has baby. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Hey, congrats, Todd. Love you. Love you, Todd. Love you, Haley and Kyle. My sister, sister in law had their baby last week, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so it's up to 390 likes right now. Damn, all right, yeah, bro. Dude. Too. Yeah, I mean, like, I was in your hater. Like, it, okay, so it wasn't hater ass shit, right? So, like, you follow Barcel, right? Yeah. So, I follow Barcel on Instagram and, and Twitter. Right. You you follow, Instagram. Yeah, we, we follow most of the pages, too. Like, I mean, you follow, like, Barcel AD. And... Yeah. Yeah, we do. So, like, I follow Barcel AD. So, the main Barstool account, though. Yeah, yeah. You ever yeah. seen, like, when they post, like, that Mean Girl podcast? Yeah, the chicks who make like the dumbest arguments ever. Right, and people fucking destroy them in the comments. Every time. Right, always. So yesterday I'm on Twitter. I don't understand how people take them seriously, but yes. 
they're trash. Like they posted her, they posted her today. Like she was defending what they do, and I'm like, oh my. So I mean, I'll admit they have said something sometimes where it's like, you know what? That's decent insight to the female brain that most men don't get. Some of it, right? But ninety eight percent of what they say is like, no, Cardi B. That's what it sounds like. Well, if your man's not paying all your bills, fucking dump his ass. Yeah, they say some dumb shit. They do. So, like, so yesterday, Barstool on Twitter posted these two older ladies. They're probably in late forties. That's this is how they look. Late forties, right? Mm-hmm. And they're talking to each other on a podcast style style setting. And the one says, the one said, you know, I'm sick and tired of. Or she's like, I'm so sick and tired of these people on Instagram. She goes, I saw, she goes, I saw this woman on Instagram with a picture of her. She's like a nice clothes and like a expensive bag. Mm. And she goes, she was sitting in front of a Rolls Royce and her husband was right next to her and behind him was his Rolls Royce. And she was like, and behind that was a giant fucking jet. And she's like, you know what she wrote as the caption in this comp in, in the in the comment section, and the girl's like, "What?" And she's like, "I manifested this. I believed it. It could happen. So I, it happened, or something like that." And the one girl's like, "Well, you know, maybe she goes. She goes. Well, if you dig to the deep dark, the deep dark of it, or you know, she's like, maybe she just had rich parents." And the one girl, the one girl that was talking the whole time, the one that said she gets pissed off at these girls on Instagram, said, or if you really dig dig down to the deep, deep dark of it, she could suck the chrome off of fucking tailpipes. And she said, dude, I fucking lost. I've heard that before. I'm sure everybody's heard that before. Yeah, right. That's a pretty classic saying. But I freaking lost it. I started dying laughing. So all I commented back to it was, these two ladies are funny. Replace the other two with these two. Right. That's all I said. Boom. Like, like, is all that, of a sudden I get all these Novak. I'm it, like, God damn, dude. That's the thing is, that fits the barstool mold. Those other two chicks, I feel like... <sighs> the mean girl? Are, ...are there to, like... Be dumb as shit. To, to have that one piece of, like, liberal media. Right. Even though they don't really say like Don't that. let the liberal media tell you how to think or feel. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing though is like I wouldn't even really say that they like fit the mold of liberal media. Yeah. Because they do say some stuff that like is real talk. Like I'll be honest with the the, the two chicks from the girls. They do they do say some real talk shit, but like at the same time yeah. they just don't really fit the mold of what Barstool does. No. And before any of y'all behind that camera they're watching start to say Oh, it's because they're females. No, not at all. There's so many girls who work for Barstool that are on podcasts that speak real talk. Right. And they're funny as hell and, bar- and some of the best people that Barstool have to offer. Right. But these two aren't. But the chicks on that show are not. No. So that's it. That's all I wanted. Um, I will say this, though. There's something I think about. I just remembered. Going back to the Nick Cage thing. Yeah. I'm going to clip this question and put it on an Instagram. So, okay. I want people to comment down below. Favorite Nick Cage movie? Already gave mine. It's my face off or fucking non-successful. 
I mean, I think like being legit, you a tribe. I feel like that you like have. I, I don't know. I feel like that's mostly the only two logical choices. But like for me, I mean, you can always go Snake Eyes. You can always go. What's that movie with him, Meg Ryan, where he's like, he's a businessman, and, yeah, and he wakes up one morning. He wakes up like a weird haircut in that one. Yeah, but he wakes up one morning. He lives in New Jersey now, and he's a family man. I think it's called the Family Man. The Family Man. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. It is the Family Man. I mean, you can go Raising I, Arizona. That's you can go Raising Arizona. That's solid. a great movie. Um, you could go. I mean, National Treasure is really good. All of them. Okay. Keep it, keep it, keep this whole part. I think National Treasure is his most overrated movie. Really? Without yeah, a doubt. That's fine. I don't care. I'm gonna look up some Nicolas Cage because movies. I can talk about Nicolas Cage all day. Dude. I love him. His Nas- like the National Treasure movies are like they're good, but the amount of hype that those got, I don't know, man. Because no one really talks about them though. I mean, when they were coming out, they were. They don't get them as much. Anymore. Oh, Con Air, bro. Connor's great, man. He's come out of the new movie called Renfield, where he's like Dracula. Yeah, that, that one looks pretty good. Um, so that's one thing I will say though is that like some of these movies I haven't seen in so long because a bunch of them were like Lord my, War, The Rock. My, my dad and my grandpa like that's all they used. Oh, we did when we were kids. Family, Leaving yeah. Las Vegas was a uh, City of Angels. It was like them watching, they, they watched movies all the time. Oh, damn, he was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Mm-hmm. He was one of the cooks. He was in Kick-Ass as the dad. In the second one, right? No, but he was in both. He's the one that looked like Batman. Hey, girl's, butt. Hey, girl's dad. Yeah, that's right. I don't know, like I said, like... The Wicker the Man. The unbearable weight of massive talent, like... That's good, man. Really is up there for me. 8 millimeter, dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It, it really is up there for me, though. World Trade Center. Remember that movie? Was Firefighter. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember that. Um, like I said, I... It really is up there oh, for yeah. me. Just, just because, like, it's it's just my it's just my style of movie, you know? I'll keep this part in there. What's his name? What's the name of this character from freaking Face Off, though? Yeah, we, we talked about that earlier when we were talking about it. And yeah, he's the remember. Castro Troy. Castro Troy. It's a bad fucking name, dude. That movie is so weird to me, dude. So what's, so what's the one that they're watching at the beginning of this of Unbearable Time? Con Air. Is that, that's right, yeah. yeah. That's when he's got that long hair. Yeah. And then yeah. he's giving it to his daughter. Yeah. I've watched Con Air a long time. That's a lot of these movies I haven't seen. I don't want to say since I was a kid, but around there. Yeah. As like I said, my my, my dad and my grandpa, you know, they were like my my dad watched a lot of like old westerns when yeah. I was a kid, but like we watched a lot of movies like like you know Con Air and stuff like that with the Cage, and then I was like it was like early nineties like Harrison Ford movies, oh, yeah. and you know what I mean? It's like all those movies like that that were coming out coming out at the time, yeah. Because there was dude the early early nineties like movies like this were like like Face Off and. Con Air and stuff were so popular, like that style of movie. Like being in an airplane and the plane getting taken over, Die Hard. You know what I mean? Like just movies like that, you know? They yeah. watch like that all the time. It would be kind of good just because, like, those movies are so great to go back and watch again and kind of reevaluate. But like I said, for right now, I, I will say The uh, Unbearable Way to Massive Talent is 
I'm gonna say my favorite Nick, Nick Cage movie for the purpose of the podcast. But like, I think it's hard to say to say against like Face Off or Con Air or yeah. shit Raising Arizona. You know what I mean? Just like any of these movies. Yeah, he's got some bangers. He does have some duds, but everybody does. Dude, the the one what was it, the Char, uh, Charlie's Playhouse or whatever. Willie's Wonderland. Willie's Wonderland, where he doesn't say a single word the entire movie, and he just walks around just murdering, <laughs> murdering. I have not seen that. You never watched it? I thought we watched it together. I watched it by myself. Wow, that's weird. Wow, you forgot about me? Wow, you watched the movie without me? Yeah, dude, that's Cra- bullshit. Grego told, told us to watch this movie for like six months. We found it. That's bullshit. You forgot a movie about me? You're dumb. I hate you. Anyway, <laughs> alright, let's get off the movies. Yeah, this could go on forever. Yeah, see, I think we should keep the podcast under an hour. Yeah, that's not happening. It's at 27 minutes. It's at 37 minutes. Oh, I thought it was 20. Yeah. It's going to be a little over an hour. We'll about an hour 15. Alright, well, let's jump into baseball real quick then. WBC, what are your thoughts? Solid. Fun to watch. Yeah, dude, so much fun. Obviously, it sucks the U.S. lost. Yeah. But at the same time, like... Dude, but Shohei Otani, Shohei Otani striking out his fucking teammate. And you could you could make the argument that they're both one or two. Like, it's... You can't go I wrong think with Shohei is the best two. player on that team. I'm, I'm a huge Mike Trout fan. I'll say it. Yeah, I think you're right. Because he's a... He, he does both, he, man. Nobody has ever done what he does to this level. Ever. Like, see? he's arguably one of the best base runners in baseball. Arguably, he's consistently in, in the Cy Young Award race. Consistently in... Has he won a Cy Young yet, though? No. He's always in the race for it, though. Yeah. Um, I think last year he finished third. Shit like that's a popularity contest. Cy Young always is a popularity contest. Um, like, the one year... The one time... That, so, how many how many is Clayton Kershaw won? Like, four? Five? Probably. I, I remember that last year that he won it. Like, Kershaw, dude. Overrated, it's fine. But, um, Chris, the year Chris Hale won it. I don't care. That's about as popular year. Chris Hale's never been that good. But, um, oh, so it's good. Okay. Red Sox. And the White Sox. And the White Sox. But he won it when he was in the Red Sox. Um, who was I going for? Oh, is it, is it Shohei just, nobody's ever been like the best at everything the way he is. Yeah. Ever, I don't care what anybody says. I'm just gonna let you know, man. And the dude's got probably seven or eight more years where he can play this level. Next year, next summer, next, next winter. Yes, this coming winter. Literally, like, literally ten months from now. Right, ten months from now. If I'm on my phone one day, and I get an ESPN update that says the Chicago Cubs have signed Sergio Hayes, I will fucking See, cry. And here's the thing that's crazy though is, do you know what kind of contract that he was gonna get? The Cubs can afford it. We can. Let's be honest. We're not a small market team. But I can like it. Dude on Pat McAfee this week said there he should. He's going to be somewhere between six, 500 and 800 million. He said six. I He's, no, he said five, six, seven, maybe even 800. That's what he said. Is anyone between five? I bet he would take, take a. Give him a 15. And to, and to play with Suzuki. Give him a 15 year, $600 million contract. Six, six, uh, 12 year. 600 mil. Do 12. Yeah, I think 12 is probably what the market would want to go for him. The other thing is, he was, let's say even when his pitching, his, pitch, his, his pitching is going to go first. Let's be honest about it. Yeah. His pitching will go first. 
And the DH, though, anyway, too. So Yeah, but he's he's a solid outfielder. When he plays... I've never seen him play outfield. He plays outfield. He, when he has to play the field, that's what he that's what he prefers. Right here. Oh. Well, let's be honest about it. His pitching is going to go first. His bat will be the last thing to go. Yeah. And I guarantee even then, how good of a hitter he is contact-wise, even when he loses power, when he starts to lose power later in his career, We'll get on base all day long. Dude will still be a star. He's fast as fuck, too. Yeah. Like, who, once again, I, I'm beating a, beating a dead horse here, but, like, nobody's ever done the like shit to myself. And they said Sam Suzuki, too. Yeah. I, I think Rickets. I think get, on your, get on your high horse. I, I think Suzuki will open the checkbook. Suzuki will sure But... Also, since baseball Cubs play Thursday, what are your expectations for the season? Are they low? Are they high? Are they right in the middle? I think. I'm bro, what, the World Series? Huh? I'm just no, but I. I, 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 I need a playoff. For a at least a playoff and a series win. I think I need them to make the at least. The I, say, I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're a wild card team. I think we have a legitimate chance of winning. Like us, us and the Cardinals. As long as Stroke can stay healthy. Yeah, like I said, between us and the Cardinals. Yeah. Because our outfield is ridiculous. I mean, yeah. even our infield is. Like, the middle infield is... Cody Bellinger's going to have an MVP type of year. I'm just calling it right now. now I mean, a lot of you people thought are. I thought he's going to win MVP. A lot of people are. I thought he's going to be monster, a monster. Dansby Swamps and Nico Horner are going to be defensive monsters up the, oh, field, up the middle. The, the best middle infield <laughs> in baseball. With the freaking ban of the the shift, with and the pitch clock now, right? And with eight hundred and fifty year old Eric Cosmer playing first base, it's giving me Mervis, man. It's giving me Mervis. Dude. <laughs> Start Mervis. I, I think Oliver is supposed to be starting opening day. That's the thing. Oliver can still hit for contact though. His power is gone. The dude can still hit. Yeah, we'll see. Two weeks in, he's still hitting 135. We'll be like, give us fucking Mervis. And we got him for cheap. Veteran precious, we got him for cheap. Give us Mervis. Give us Mervis. In the future. You're not going to give us fucking Rizzo. Give us Mervis. For sure. Give give us a homegrown guy. I'm still salty. That one. That's the room. It's our homegrown team. That's the room that will never heal. You know, I got over Peyton Manning. I'll never get over Rizzo. I'll never. It never ever, dude. Never. It took me long enough to get to get over freaking Sonic Castro. Man, I'm, I yeah. love Castro. I got over him though eventually. No, I did too. It took a while. It took a championship. So a year. Right. <laughs> it took a year. The year after he <laughs> left. Oh, um, which I'd be pissed if I was him. It literally, when he's out here breaking records and freaking getting on base, on pace and three thousand hits and shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was, I think that's something, like him, and what the hell was his first name? Ryan, Ryan, uh, Terrio, Ryan Terrio, Riot, baby, yeah. Dude, them two in the middle infield, that was, that was a solid squad. We were still losing 100 games a season, but it was a solid squad. That was when Rizzo was was young and hadn't really started figuring out how to hit yet. Dude, I Every just, time I say the I word, love, I just hear the word Rizzo, man. Just, I love Cubs. My heart breaks so much. I, I know love baseball. I know. 
you ask me what two places I want to go forever, it's Wrigley and fucking the big house. That's it. Those are the only two stadiums that make me feel something when I enter them. Oh, Wrigley really is. I mean, that, that, we went to that game last year. It's like all we talked about. Is that, like, Wrigley just truly feels like baseball. Yeah. Um, but all, we need to hit up a, a game at the White Sox this year, though. About five tickets. Just so we can go and, like, I'll go and boo their ass. Piss in their stadium. Piss on their stadium? Piss in their stadium. Because, you know, we just right on the inside, like, we go to check in right in front of everybody. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was trying to fit right in. It probably smells like piss anyway. <laughs> Fuck this outside. Fuck this outsiders. But, yeah, man, I think uh, the Cubs, I, I, they need, they have to. Well, the thing you have to win. Is our, is our pitching right now. Strowman's our ace. He's starting opening day. What's that other kid's name? He's number 19. I don't know, but they just announced their fifth starter today. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. He's number 19. He's been having, he's been playing really well. Um, the spring training, a lot of people are excited about him. I can't tell his name. Is Hendricks going to be part of it? Have you heard? I don't even know. Yeah, he's still in the rotation. His career's over. He's number four now. He's got to be the number four. Steel. Steel's a stud. He should be Steel number two. Uh, he is number two. He's a power, he's a power pitcher. Could get some strikeouts, though. He was, he, he was the one that started our game we went to, didn't he? And then he, got, he went out. Like, literally in the first inning. I don't think it was Steele. I thought it was, oh, it was somebody else. No. I'll look at the rotation here in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think it would... I, I'd be hopeful, obviously, making a deep push. But I don't I don't think we're... we're I don't think we're going to... Like, if you can show yeah. promise by, like, I'm saying, like, winning... If you have to make the wild card, win the fucking wild card, and then well, make, at least 80 wins. make the NL. No, because you have to win the NLDS. So it's basically two rounds. Yeah. Yeah, we got. I don't know, man. We have to win. We have to win the, at least. I could say that. I, 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 I think we win the division. Yeah, it's at least win the division, dude. Um, so I think at least 80 wins. Like, if we win, if we lose any, if we don't win any wins, I'll be disappointed. Don't have any except win any wins. Win any games? Yeah. Yep. It's got to happen, dude. Says it, is that, I mean, 80s in or mediocre from the team that we have. Yeah, that's I know at it's, least. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many wins do we have that you won the World Series? Like 97? Um, try 103. This year we did one over 100 that year. Yeah. Because the year before that we had 97. Yeah. And we, yeah, uh, so we lost to the lost to the Dodgers. No, the Mets. NLDS. Yeah. Mets beat our ass. David Murphy had like the, the, the four games in a row of his life. Daniel Murphy? Alec Mills was the starter for that yeah. game. He got hurt after like two pitches. Yeah, you know, Mills isn't bad. Nah, he's, he's not. Did he throw no hitter? Not the majors. Whatever. That's another discussion for another time. Did he? Somebody. I'm pretty sure he did. 
within the last two years, I'm pretty sure. I truly don't remember, but uh, it might have been not him, but I think it was him. We need to go to a South Bend game, by the way. We haven't been. Uh, I please, I, be, I haven't been to South game, South Bend game in a couple years, but I haven't been with you in eons. I know I'm down. Yep, right there. Alec Mills, no hitter. First the Brewers in 2020. So within the last three years. No. Oh, by the way, um, there is always freaking tickets for for Brewers games. That would be kind of dope. Want to take a trip to Wrigley North? Wrigley North? Hey, you've never heard it called that? No. Dude, movie. Brewers are like notoriously like at least when I watch the Cubs games, yeah. the announcers always talk about how like there's more Cubs fans there than Brewers fans. Yeah, I mean yeah, I know that, but I've never heard anybody call it Brewers. Oh, dude, North. yeah, dude. That's one literally literally north. Yeah, I mean it's only like what, barely an hour away from Chicago. I'm down. That'd be dope, especially because now they're playing every team is playing every team. Yeah, right. Like look for like a like an Angels game or something. <laughs> That would be dope to see Mike Trout and Brick yes. and Shohei. Yes. Both of them are healthy. Yes, please. Yeah, so let's go early in the season. Yeah. But, um, that's dope, dope. But talking about going you know, going out of town, going seeing cool things, going to cool places. Obviously, we both went to the Arnold. Yeah, we go. So, we'll just start with this, about the Arnold trip. We'll get into what we, uh, we had originally planned to record the eighth episode. Yeah, the eighth, yeah, this episode. That night, we were going to get Thomas uh, T.D. Davis on, uh, on the podcast. On the podcast. Um, unfortunately, it was a long day for us. On Saturday, we are walking around a lot. Um, we had talked to T.D. at the expo. He was all in, and then he, I think he said he forgot that he had some obligation to take Yeah, he had night. some other stuff going on that night with, like, NBO <laughs> Champ and yep. um, obviously some other huge big names yep. in social media and the lifting game and fitness industry. Yeah. So, you know, we all understood. Like, I, I you know, I, I saw TD, you know, a couple, I've seen him a couple times at the gym, and he's still gung-ho about coming on the podcast yep. and, and, and getting we'll on get here. So that's still part of the plan is to get TD on the podcast and have him have him here and have him hate her ass bitch and everybody. Yep. But yes, um, we, uh, so yeah, no, it was all, we, all, all we, love. We kind of fell. Yeah. We weren't angry with him at all. Like that no, was for sure. Yeah, that's not what we were trying to say. So like, we were just saying like the original plan was to have him on. Right. He fell, it fell through. Let's, let's let me be honest. We, right. got, we got back to the hotel. We got some food. We took to the hotel, laid down. We're like, we're going to, we're going to go back out in a little bit. No, no, we cashed. We cashed out, dude. Like straight up. I was like, I'm going to take a nap. For like an hour, I woke up at like eleven thirty. I think it was like ten ten thirty. Woke up at eleven thirty, and I said, "I roll." I think I rolled over and told you, "I was like, I'm yeah. going right back to bed, dude. I'm fucking exhausted." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you're cool, bro." Because I'm trying to go to sleep too. Yeah. So um, we had a dope time. Our Red Roof in Plus. I will. Yeah, dude. Don't so that, that plus. Yeah, Red Roof in Plus. I will tell you guys, and I'll admit it. I did act like kind of an asshole on Friday night heading down. Um, a little bit. Not towards Mike. <laughs> no, you were just. It you wasn't were, intentionally. You were just kind so of. So, like, let me, just, let me just explain to you guys. Like, when I have something, like, planned in my head, like, I envision how things are supposed to go, and then when it doesn't go that way, 
I do get shitty. You can ask Jenny. I get pissed off. It's a flaw. I understand. It still happens. Yeah, but at so the like, same time, like there was some frustrating <laughs> things that happened. So like, like the weather that day. Right. So that's what I'm saying. It's like the original plan. Like we we're so there's this gym down there called it's called the Pros Gym now. I was wanted to train down there. Um, I figured by the time because Mike had to work on Friday, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I figured by the time he got off. We wouldn't. By the time we got really as I could. right, but like we couldn't get. I don't. I didn't think that we could get down there in enough time to where before it got packed and it got packed every time I'd went like previously. So I had talked to Mike about making a plan about let's go to this um, other gym. I forgot the name of the gym. Look freaking dope though, and uh, like the like the supplement company. Some doing some kind of party at the gym. Yeah. So I was like, let's just go over there. Snowed. Took us six hours to get there instead of four. It literally, for those of you who know South Bend, <coughs> it took, I had, we had to drop Finn off at my parents' yeah. house, which is an L car by Jim's High School. This it took us. had to renew his license plate, too. It did. But it took us two hours to get to Warsaw. Yeah. To Warsaw. Two and that's, hours. And that's only. Usually get there about 30 minutes, probably, from L car to Warsaw. From my parents' house to like. Maybe to, 40 to, minutes? To, to 30. Right. Takes maybe. 35 minutes. Yeah, it took us two hours. It took us two hours to get to 30. Right. Cause when we got to 30, it was smooth sailing, and we, it took us about the time that it normally would take you to get to Columbus. Well, once we got to about Fort Wayne. Yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're not wrong, yeah, because it took about two and a half hours, maybe almost three to Fort Wayne. Yeah. Then we had Fort Wayne, and it was well, like, normally we got to an hour and a half to get there. Yeah, and it, it, and it took us about another two hours to go to Columbus. Yeah. So, um, but hey, uh, you know, Good thing we didn't make the party at that gym, so we were like, fuck it, let's go to, let's go to pros. Let's go to pros. And lo and behold, it was not busy. So we got right in. busy, but it wasn't packed. $32 a person for a night day pass, I was not expecting. Yeah, I looked at you um, and I was like, well. I mean, we're here, so we might as well do it. <laughs> yeah, so we did it. Uh, we got a killer. It, it, it was. It was a really dope environment. Um, yeah. There wasn't any, like, People are there lifting to be at the Arnold. There was, I think, there was a couple bucked up sponsored pros we found out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there was we kind of missed out on the pros. Yes. There was, there was the gas guys, was that? No, no, that's right. Yeah, they were bucked up. I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, bucked up, and uh, they were filming some content, which I didn't know who they were, but uh, we only found out they were bucked up because we saw them at the bucked up booth, booth the next yeah. day. They were like, oh, this um. But yeah, dude, the, like I didn't take like anything, like no pump, nothing. So like the, I knew the vibe was gonna be good. We, those of you guys have seen the pictures, we posted some dope ass. Like the lighting was amazing in that posing room. Um, it was just a fucking dope experience. Definitely wanna go again next year to that gym. May, maybe try to make that other gym. We talked about possibly going all four days. Next, and we gotta go to Matt Wedding's gym too. Matt Wedding, man. Yeah. So what a guy. Right. Yeah, but we'll get to him in a second for sure because we got that about what he said. For sure. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Matt Wedding was the coolest motherfucker there, man. Um, but I will say, yeah, that gin was fucking dope. And then that Friday night, we went to the G Ohio State. Yeah, walked around Ohio State. Walked around Ohio State. It was cold as fuck. Oh my God, it was so bad. So I. I don't care who knows that I pissed all over their stadium. All over it? One spot. <laughs> well, my piss has been on their stadium now. That's how I feel about them. 
I hate their guts. I hate their guts. I hate their guts. Okay? Everything inside. Do you remember, though? Do you remember, like, when we tried to well, get into that weight room, though? Oh, like, we tried getting into, like, the student center? Yeah, I thought it would work. As soon as you went to touch a button, like, somebody an alarm went off and there was an announcement. It wasn't for us, but, like, it was just perfect timing. It was. Um, their basketball stadium is fucking huge. Everything got to have the F word on it today. But um, so but no, no, but for real though, like I kind of want to go to a game there next year just to see. It's exactly was like their 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 basketball stadium is the biggest in the Big Ten, and it like like I was telling telling you like for no reason it really is, like when you're driving next to that compared to like United Center, United Center is a pretty big stadium. Or even compared to Notre Dame, well compared to Notre Dame, it's dwarfs it. It's Notre Dame's stadium. It looked like an NBA arena. I mean, that, and it, that was, was it looked dark. like United Center. Or something yeah. like way. Yeah. So. It looked, it looked bigger than Indy, too. Like it, I don't it, know, man. Yeah, Banker's Life is massive. Banker's Life. Well, it's not Banker's Life. But it's Banker. It's, it's Gamebridge Philadelphia. It's uh, Kinsenko. So. Yeah, right. It'll always be Kinsenko. Yeah. Just like. It'll always be Kovaleski Stadium, not Four Winds Fields. Kovaleski Stadium. Yeah. <coughs> it's not Four Winds Field at Kovaleski Stadium. It's always just Kov. It's the Cove, dude. Most people still call it Cove. South Bend people know what's up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we did that, and then we crashed the hotel, and Saturday went to the Expo. Right, we right when it opened. Right when it opened. Um. Damn, dude. So, yeah, Saturday, Saturday we to live large booth, right? Yeah, but we didn't get CTD right away. Yeah. Um, Saturday, we met up, we finally met the Norse, the Norse fitness boys. Yeah, the Norse fitness guys. Cool, so. <laughs> I got it. We, me and Mike got matching t-shirts. He copied me. Yeah, I copied you. That's what happened. We were making jokes about how we're not sponsored by them, but Sean is, but we got to meet them. Right. Yep. Our coach is sponsored by them, but yet we got to meet him. And then he keeps talking to oh, you're not going to stay down at their house. You're not going to be in the podcast. I'm like, okay. It doesn't matter, bro. We met them first. Yeah, we met them. We got hugs and daps up. So, um, got to meet them. Uh, we met Matt. Wen- Let's talk about Matt Wedding, man. Man, Matt Wedding. First off, I've met. One, him. I feel like I met him before. I think you said you met him at another Arnold. But one of the goats of powerlifting, right? Three-time world champion, West Side Barbell, West Side Barbell. Um, we sit there and talk to him for. It felt like ten minutes, but like it probably was maybe five. Yeah. Um, but he was cool as hell. Nobody was even there talking to him. No, because we, we were. Well, we went to Gasp, I think, because they were right next to Gasp. Right, and, right, and you right. you like, did that, and you were like, hey, right there's Matt Wedding. Because I wanted to find out when the pros with Gasp were going to be there. He said, hey, right there's Matt Wedding. So we went over there, and he was talking to us, and one said, hey, you guys, you guys looking for a cool gym right here? Like, you should come to, to my gym. It's right down the street. Yep. Um, so that's one reason why we're talking about we need, we need to go to that next year. I'm sure it's probably just a regular gym, but... I said, no, it might be yeah. better. So we'll see. But he told us about, you know, because obviously, you know, Matt Winning is a little older. 
and like his prime, his prime of power I think was like early 2000s let's set the stage real quick of what kind of people were at this oh, expo oh, right, right. because set that stage first where we have context for what we're about to obviously talk about. y'all who have listened to the show and have listened to what we've talked about our favorite people the broccoli heads, the social influencers, the people who think lifting is just cool, that's all I care about. Yeah, it's a trend. Instead of, like, actually trying to change their life and, like, obviously just be in love. They're with trying it. to get likes. And, and, and be in love with the sport. Right. Just be honest, yeah. The sport of bodybuilding, the sport of powerlifting, strongman. And we're going to get into that before this podcast is over, actually. Why we... I've been thinking about that, but yeah, go ahead. Thanks for reminding me. Um, but he, he had talked about how, like, how different it was. Because right. um, Arnold Expo has been going on for, I think for 30, 30 some years. 40 years, yeah. And, but he was talking about how, like, if you came in the late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. the crowd was so different. You didn't yeah. have, like, you had he, was about how, like you had, he was talking about how the Expo was big, like how it is, but you didn't have... Every there was a hardcore, like, fan or competitor or... Right, like, people who were there, people for, who were there for the love, that, the love the, of the sport. The love of the sport and the love of the industry. <laughs> Yep. Not broccoli head ass motherfuckers who just want to like be able to take a picture with Jay Cutler and say, "Look at me, it's like my picture." Yeah. So I can be sponsored too. Like they meet Jay Cutler, but they don't really understand who Jay Cutler is. They don't. Res- they don't give him the respect anymore. <coughs> they just know he's Jay Cutler. Was cool. So I, I made a. I made a Bears joke. I said, "Hey, big fan." He's like, "You know how much shit I get." <laughs> So to like Matt Winning's point, yeah. To Matt Winning's point about how he said like he said some words that you just, we're not going to repeat you can't. on the podcast. Yeah. But he was talking about all influencer people, and uh, just to just to uh, just to prove his point is we're in line for Jay Cutler for two hours, right? Two hours, over two hours. Jay Cutler, yeah, but it's worth it. Jay it Cutler, was, he was cool. Was cool. The line kind of sucked. People were trying to bud us, and we weren't were having that shit. Oh, people stood right next to us. And said, yeah, oh, fuck off of that shit. Where but been? some, and everybody kept walking by. People always walked by, like, "Oh, what are you guys in line for? What are you guys in line for?" Jay Cutler. Oh, that's what's up. Oh, where's the line end? All the way back there. No, yeah, I'm not doing that. This one guy walked through us and says, "What are you guys in line for? What are you guys in line for?" Oh, we're here for we're here to meet Jay, Jay Cutler. I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Or he said, I'm, I don't I've know. I've never heard of him. Yeah, I've never heard of him, I'm sorry. And he kept walking, and me and Mike both looked at him and were like, okay, first off, like, who fucking asked you? And number two, you're at the Arnold Classic Expo, and right. you don't know who Jay Cutler is. The guy who I'm pretty sure has the record for the most Arnold Classic wins, number one, also four-time Olympian champion. One of the greatest bodybuilders of all time, the Quad Stomp. One of the most recognizable faces of, of bodybuilding. Yeah, he has an amazing post-bodybuilding career that people recognize him. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. Then what the fuck are you here for, dude? Then what do you... If you don't know like, who If you Jay don't know who Chuck Keller is, you don't fucking belong here. Like, he was there for LARPing. Like, like, man, that shit's so like, stupid, just be like, hey, man... Because there was like there was LARPing going on, like, yeah. world, like world ninja stuff and world tag cheese or whatever. Yeah, like it's cool, which like some of stuff is cool, but like the LARPing stuff, yo. If you're there for that, like, just admit, like, oh, that's cool, man. That, 
It was Jay Cutler. Ask the question. Yeah, I don't know that it's sorry. Like I said, we don't even we didn't even ask. Just sit over there by freaking LARPing, dude. Ain't nothing weird for you then. Yeah, people kept walking in front of us and shit. It's getting ridiculous. But well, we, Saturday was dope. Saturday was dope. So we got to, like I said, we got to meet like for people who follow along with bodybuilding. And powerlifting, you know, Matt Wenning, uh, Lois, uh, the, the bodybuilder chicks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and um, Rachel. Rachel, Rachel and Mel. Yeah. Um, I forgot her real name. Yeah. But, and then we got, I got to meet with the gas yeah, team. It was uh, Brett Wilkin. Saw Johnny Jackson to get her to talk to him. I wanted to, but he kind of dipped out. And then uh, Branch Warren. Brett Wilkin, like I said, uh, Hunter Labrada, um, James Hollingshead talked to us for a minute, mm-hmm. um, and then there's another one. There's another one. Yes, guys. Yeah. I don't know. I will say this though, man. James Hollingshead told me a story, dude, and uh, my friend Cherie, she wrote. We know both of them. We used to use Redcon 1, and uh, there is a uh, James, you know, for those of you guys who follow bodybuilding, like I said, you probably remember a bodybuilder a few years ago named uh, Luke Sando, and you may have never heard of him because you don't really follow bodybuilding. No, but I know who he is. He was a sponsored athlete for Redcon 1. Um, I was a big fan of his, and uh, I used to watch all of his YouTube videos, and he died. I don't remember why he died. I think they said suicide, but I don't, I don't know. But... Uh, James Hollingshead told a story because they're both like British that he like he was telling me like he was telling us yeah that he continued bodybuilding to like honor Luke Sando and like when he told me that like my whole body chilled up I was like I got those goosebumps and I was like bro he came and he was he was so cool yeah man he was like oh I'm sorry and the thing I said man like all these bodybuilders were gassing us up like. Oh man, you guys are big as fuck. You guys yeah, are like big as shit. You know? Oh, we met Chef Ross. Chef right? Ross, single water boo. Who, who used? Who I don't know if he still is. White House Chef. I think White House Chef. White House Chef. And biggest shit. Oh, claims huge. Claims, claims natural. Claims no natural. It's not natural. But but um but the guy was taking a picture as I came in. These dudes are like, you need to back up more. I already know that. I already know that picture's not gonna turn out right. Yeah. And the dude like backed up and, and like and he was and he was right. And pro bodybuilders. Asking yourself like that, like saying the same shit. Yeah, and I think even Matt Wedding, dude, told Matt, no, Matt Wedding, Matt, Matt, Matt Wedding said that too. And it's um, like, well, you can't be telling us this, man. Like, we both have egos. Like, we, as much as you don't want to admit it, you're like, if yeah. you have a pro body, but you're watching and you know they're big as shit. Yeah. But like, you're telling, they're telling you you're big as shit, bro. Like, like, too, right? Is it like you can, like, you know the difference between like, hey, what's up, big dog? Oh, yeah. Man, looking good, looking big. Yeah. Take a picture real quick. All right, man. See you later. Yeah. There's a difference between that and like somebody being like, "Oh, Matt Wedding was right." Yeah. Like, yeah, boys, what's up, guys? How you doing? And then like, like chilling and talking to you. Yeah. Which a majority of these guys were with us. Right. Like, what? I mean, we definitely had a few. Like, I mean, like the Stolman brothers. Like, they were cool. They were like, "What's up?" We saw them on Saturday too. They were like, "What's up?" Hey, you guys are big. Cool. Take a picture right quick. Then with the Stolman brothers. Oh. They were the first. They were the strongest man. They were the first two that we met at the SBD. Okay, yeah. Those guys made which, me so small. Which Tom was the one on, the one next to you. And he's, he's the, I think he's the current world yeah. strongest man. He won 2021. 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, well, that's the thing, though. It's like booths like that, where like, if, 
They're not. They're not running. Is there not like chill? Bro, okay. <sighs> Met fucking Flex Wheeler. We did meet Flex Wheeler, and he was cool as fuck. Like we were sitting down taking a break, and you looked up, and, and said, I just happened to look up, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's fucking Flex Wheeler. So we jumped up and ran over there. And like, this is another like thing to prove Matt Wenning's point is like. These dudes, like Flex Wheeler, was just walking, walking. the nobody expo was floor, and nobody was swarming him at all. There was a, there was one random dude talking to him, trying to. And sell he was like, yeah, he was, and he was a fitness guy. Like he had a booth. Yeah. So it was like, so when we were talking to him, and he was talking to us for a good minute, and I think we were like apologizing to. Yeah, we were like, hey man, like we're so sorry. It's like Arnold has literally said that he believes that Flex Wheeler is, is the greatest bodybuilder of all time. Ar- Arnold has made that claim. He's up there, man. And he never really won like Olympia, 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 but he's I think he has the right. He's always goals. he's always known for what? For his Arnold, isn't he? No. For class for classic no. physique. Was, he was never classic, he was an open body lawyer. No, he was Nope. He was just That's where he went later on on classic physique at Arnold. He might have competed, but he didn't win. Okay. When he was older. Yeah. I think he did compete. But still, like, he's still a legend. Yeah. Still a legend of body. He was, like, literally, for, there, for he was somebody, literally there to get a lifetime achievement award from the Arnold Classic. And, and, and somebody who's, like, more into the powerlifting and strongman world than, than bodybuilding, and I respect it, and I do know quite a bit about it, mostly from you. Even I know, like, Flex Wheeler is a goat. Yeah, and people are not, like, swarming these guys at all. And he was like, we went to the gas booth, there's nobody there. And, and those guys were. Those are guys that are competing now in the Olympia. Well, for sure. You know, like. Like James Warren and stuff, right? Like you said. Branch Warren, yeah. Branch Warren, he's uh, older. He said James. He's retired. Uh, James Hollinghead. Hollinghead, there you go. I'm yeah. Name, but, but it's like. He's competing right now, too, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But, like. Yeah, I don't know. We just. We just. We just. We just. We Hit the head on that point of it already, like the bikini builder. Yeah, Christina. So she, she, I think she followed me on Instagram too. Um, that's it. What's up to the rain booth a bunch? Yeah. Rainstorm. Solid. Yeah. Um, Sunday. Got Sunday. We got to meet Sean Clarita. Yeah, Sean Clarita and. Um, Ranch, my dude, Josh Burris. Met Nick Walker. He listens. That Nick Walker. Nick that was Walker. another thing, man. Nobody was proud of him. Nobody was proud he of him. He looked pissed, but he, I think he was pissed number one because he's tired and he lost. And he wasn't yeah, he like lost the day before. He's probably pissed. What, by the way, did you see that video I sent you of Nick Walker? On Instagram? Probably. probably. I had asked you a question, you never answered back. Because it was a picture of him like during bulking season, during cut. And I was like, is that really what he looks like during bulking? I'll go back and look. How long was it? We can keep talking. It was it was it was Bro, the you same you said so much shit. I haven't even been saying that much shit lately. Shut up. Um, but yeah, no, like, that was cool. But then the best thing about Sunday was the rain booth. Right. And we waited about 40 minutes to meet uh, Eva Marie. Right. Natalie Eva Marie from WWE. Yep. Uh, her husband, which he kind of just chilled in the back, he would chill, he would like that. And then, uh, Jujimufu, 
Jim Jimmerfoot. Jim Jimmerfoot? Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Dude game. was ridiculously hyping us up. Yeah, yeah, that's what he looks like in a ball, clearly. Yeah. But I, I just, he's I probably, didn't, I don't he's, know if somebody else or if they were No, trying. he's probably over like 300 pounds, like 305. Uh, at least right there. Yeah. It does every night. And, and I think he gets down to like. He's like 270, 265, something like that. So he, I thought he competed classic too, though. Fuck no, dude. Yeah, that I was not. Bro. That's why I was maybe I was confused. I thought he was classic. Yeah, he's so Um, but no, he was dope. So high energy. I mean, Who? he, Jujumafu. Uh, oh yeah. Um, he always is though. Like I said, he was dope as fuck. So nice. You mentioned Hathor. And I was working my way towards it to the big name and then obviously Half Thor and Half Thor was cool as fuck too yeah Thor that, that had me starstruck as shit yeah I know you said you, you kind of dissed you too but yeah, I don't yeah, yeah dude cause I was like, like, like oh, hey, man, yeah. how are you doing great fantastic I'm from Iceland I'm fucking eight foot tall but he was cool as fuck too like yeah I mean, I mean we only talked to him for maybe like for, maybe, for Thor they were they were, like, they were staying professional the one about thing that. about Rain is like we're like with Jay Culler and Celsius, because that's what Jay Keller. Oh, we met your Rishna. Yeah. Celsius. Mm-hmm. But, like, Jay was talking to everybody, which is, I understand, it's cool, like, I understand that. But, like, Celsius should have been like, okay, guys, like, get up here. Celsius also tried cutting us off. Right. Before we got to got up to the bridge. Right. We were like, In we, line, we, we like, basically pushed our way up there to say, no, nah, we're, we're, we're fucking doing this, but. There was a bunch of people who didn't get to meet him. Yeah. And, uh, like, Celsius was just letting everybody talk, so we are there for two hours. Rain was a long line. They were keeping it moving. Keeping it moving, like... And they were watching the cut. And all they this. were. They are like, get in, get your picture, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, they didn't say that, but you know, that's what they were doing. Like, no, take your picture, cool. move on. Take your picture, move on. Take your picture, move on. But, that's they, why... But it was still cool, because they were still, they were still letting you, like... Say what's up? How are you? Yep. Shaking everybody's hand. Yeah, like um, the fool, like he, I think he hugged me like three times. Yeah, dude, was dope as fuck. And like I said, Thor, like shook my hand. Was like, hey, what's your name? Cool man, how's everything going? You like the Arnold? You doing yeah. okay? You know, he, like I mean, like I said, it was maybe maybe thirty seconds that we got to talk to, talk to Thor, but it was still yeah. Like that's the thing you guys still like, a lot, man. I don't want to leave anybody out that we met, but like. That was kind of a thing that, like, really stood out to me. It's like, it really, if you really just break it down, they're not technically, like, celebrities. Like, super famous, been in movies and shit. Right. But, like, in our, in the industry that we love. Well, for sure, there's something celebrities that that we still, like, have a lot of respect for, that we really enjoy, something that brings us enjoyment in life. And we got to meet a shit ton of people. But like, the fact that, like, enjoy. that's the one thing that, like, really sucks to me, though, like I was saying, is, like, they're all like, hey, how you doing? You having fun? You enjoying yourself? Yeah. Like, they are very personable. Like I said, Nick Walker did look pissed, but he was still talking, which I understand. Like, oh. I'd be pissed, too. Say, speaking of that, too, like, you know, like, still want to meet Mr. Marissa Andrews, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're low-key pissed. You got to meet your crush. Oh, I yeah. Did. That's what I was going to bring up, literally, right now, was... I got to meet two people. One, I was saying, like, bro, I swear if she is there, 
I, I that'll make the weekend for me. Low key jealousy. Guy. But then, but it was literally, crush. but it was only like the two, like two people who really did make the weekend for me were like really next to each other, like their booths. So, because we're because we're on, we're on strength strength coat booth. Yeah. On Saturday, they're doing like a deadlift competition. They had like TD and a bunch of other guys. Julius Maddox was there, and that uh, irregular strength was his name. Um, and that I don't forget her name, but. Yeah, she was like 15 years, something like that. Uh, but he got released a couple years ago. He's going to the indie circuit. He's taking the indie circuit by storm. Um, dude has completely changed the narrative. Like him and another guy, Cody Rhodes, who was back in WWE, kind of did the same thing. But that's yeah. another conversation every day. But I was like, Matt Cardone, that's dope. He said, yeah, he's literally right over there. I said, what? Dude, I looked at Tom and said, hey, man, I'm going. I'm going. Well, if you're going to go, I'm going to go. Right, so we went. Obviously, he's over there. Yep. And there was, there was another guy, like, it was, he was there for some, like, some network company or something. Yeah. And we just had to, like, well, we, we didn't care about that. So, whatever, you know, we we had to, like, put our email in or whatever. And we got a free side autograph picture from him. Yeah. But we were sitting there talking to him for, once again, felt like ten minutes, yeah. but it was probably about five. Like, he was cool as shit just talking to us, and I was talking to him about, you know, like, my journey back to the ring and how, like, he's another guy who's kind of helped me fall in love with the business again. But just seeing how his indie run has gone has got me back into, like, watching more than just WWE again. Like, yeah. just the random pay-per-views on Peacock or whatever. And then, after, obviously, the high of that, me and Peck and I'm, like, like jittery as hell with Tyler talking to him about stuff. And then, like, my celeb, not my celebrity crush, my fitness crush, who is a um, crossfitter, which, whatever. I, whatever, heavier opinions are crossfit. I'm not a huge fan, but for her, she's sexy as fuck. I don't care. I was like, yeah, I'm like, dude, I swear to God, now, like, if, now if she's here, weekend's complete. Weekend is complete. And we literally walked by, I think it was, like, I think the, the, the company's called, like, Junk or something. Yeah, like it's that. a headband. It's a hand, headband company. Headband. We literally look, Tyler, like, literally looks to the right, and there's a poster. Could you tell me your name? Yeah, with Kelsey Kelsey Keel. Yeah, right there on, on the poster. I'm like, oh shit, is she here? And then we literally took two more steps, and there she was. And we were like, well, there's our weekend. Yeah, once again. Yeah, low key. Super jealous. sweet, very nice. Obviously, fell in love all over again. Um, low key jealous that you got to meet yours and I didn't get to meet mine. Even though she was there, she's there on Saturday. She faded, she's walking around. I can see her. Next year I will. Oh no, it sounds creepy when I say that. Next year I will find her. That's that's my one regret. Like, I did tell her. I did tell her go Eagles. She said I was the only person all weekend to say that to her. Not an Eagles fan like that. 
Hey, I can't yeah, say. a huge Eagles fan. Hey, but I was like, hey, thanks for, for the coach. coach. She actually like sad. She like gave me like a frown face during the room. Uh, no, like, we both told her, hey, man, we were rooting for you all, all playoffs. Yeah. Um, we both said that we, you know, we both like Jalen Hurts a lot. And talk about that, talk about the dog. Once again, it seems like we were there forever, but yeah, you know, maybe a few minutes. Yeah. Um, what do you say to move on? So we kind of say what we need to say and then move on. Yeah, see, that's the thing with us is like, you know, we're very respectful. Like, we get it, bro. Like, yeah. most of y'all are most yeah, like, violent people. We're not going to say everything we're talking Yeah, so. Um, but no, it's just all weekend in general, man. So much fun. So much fun. Honestly, like, I've been wanting to go for so long. I know you've been for, you know, you've been a few times and yeah. it had been a while since you've been. Was since it's like, no, one born, right? Yeah. Last year I went. And. It's just, it really is. The year after he was born, he was one. Like, I don't want to say it's like life changing, but it really is. Man. We met Urs Kozinski. I remember him seeing someone start remembering him. Urs Kozinski. Yeah. Number three in the world in classic physique. Um, but like, weekends like that is like. It wasn't, it's just so refreshing and it like really reminds you like why why, why we love the love the sport of, of bodybuilding, powerlifting, strong man. Yeah. Not CrossFit. Right. Oh! Eddie Hall. We saw Eddie Hall. We saw Eddie Hall. I, I met Eddie Hall. I went to one. He freaked out. Dude, I, girl. I was again, I, I got starstruck. Is that Eddie Hall? <laughs> I, said, I said, bro, that's Eddie Hall. He tried literally walking out. I walked out. I said, I said, what's on? Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, and I, I came back, back and I was like, that's cool. I've already met him. Took a picture of him. I think her. He was, he was walking through the hall. Like, I think he was going to, um, they call those photo ops. Yeah. I think he was, he was on a mission. Because <coughs> when we left, Kai Green, too. Yeah, I see Kai Green was walking. <coughs> um, but that was dope. Like, really the only people, like, 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 Mark Henry was there that weekend. That's the only dude I wish I could have met that I, we didn't get to. But once again, I think he... Photo op only? Photo, photo op only, yeah. So he had somebody who's, like, he literally is an all-time, like, great, you know, strong man, obviously, Hall of Fame professional wrestler, Olympian. I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, obviously, we got pretty close to Arnold. Yeah. So we did like yeah, really did get within a couple feet when he came up that like chocolate milk company. Yep. Um. Yeah. But but uh, it was really good. Would I buy it? No. But, no, but it was good. Like samples. Yeah. Um. But again, I think a very successful weekend. Definitely recommend it to anybody. Obviously, we need to play a little bit earlier next next year so we get closer to the hotel and like party a little bit downtown. Yeah. I mean, that's just like the weekend like that. Like, it, it kind of exemplifies why you why you love the sports. Why you love it. For sure. It's, it's dope too, right? Because it's like it's like the Super Bowl. It's like the freaking WrestleMania of, yeah. of the fitness industry. Well, it's like, when you meet people like that, too, it's like, because I feel like I did say, like, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan, like, a lot. But, like, and you can almost, like, say, like, oh, you're being disingenuous. But it's like, not really, because, like, when I watch bodybuilding, I want to be a bodybuilder, obviously. Like, I, you almost 
want to root for everyone because, like, you understand the hard work. Oh, like, the hard work what kind of work and sacrifice it takes to, like, to be on that level. Like, that's why, like, to be on the even, Olympic stage. Like, like, even in sports in general, I generally don't root for, like, individuals to fail. I root for teams to fail. But I don't root for individuals to fail because you kind of understand. Like, we're not professional athletes, but, you know, like, it just feels wrong, like, saying, like, man, all that work you did, I hope it's for fucking nothing, you piece of shit. Right. It's like... I get, like, sure, the highest level we ever played football in high school. But it's it's like, like, bodybuilding is so subjective. Like, somebody can work their ass off and they they could fuck it up the next, you know, the, the day of. by drinking too much water or too little. You know, it's just, like, the weird body things. Like, that's why I kind of do, like, powerlifting a lot, too, because, like... I mean, you do have to diet down and, like, get within the weight group. It's like, yeah, you go the bar prep, don't, the weight don't lie. The weight don't lie. Man, the weight the don't, don't lie. Whereas, yeah. like, you're bodybuilding, like, you're at the mercy of somebody else, but that's why it's easy to fucking root for everyone, man. A lot of work. You have to meet Kamal Algarni, too, I forget about that. <laughs> Saw him on the street, too, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that name. Stanky booty. Oh my remember. god! Yeah, when we uh, went to the restaurant that shouldn't let me name. Yep. And I put my order in with my name as Stanky Booty. Yep. And the entire restaurant was cracking up. Was cracking the hell up because because the lady wouldn't say it, it was the manager. Orders. The manager. But everybody in the back of the kitchen was screaming, dying, and they were all yelling, Stanky Booty! Stanky Booty! They still, I mean, I still follow them. They still follow me on Instagram, but yeah. But they weren't like they big butts, though. They did. That's some nice butts. Oh, we back on our bullshit, people. We are back. But, uh, yeah. That's it, bro. See you next week, That's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah. Next week, we won't be together, but we'll still record an episode. Yeah. I'll be up in Michigan watching Michigan spring football. It was a meaningless game for a meaningless team in a meaningless stadium. Meaningless, right. My team's been playing the last two years. I've won championships, too. You know, it's funny that you say meaningless, but yet, specifically, Notre Dame just lost a recruit to Michigan, and one of the things he said, is, one of the reasons why he left Notre Dame is because they don't play at a conference. So, you can take your meaningless games and show them up your ass. All right? <laughs> okay. Marshall. Hey man, I've been. Hey Marshall. Yeah, let's go there. Um, <clears throat> I've been I've been a big big supporter of Notre Dame trying to join a conference for a long time. They're done. They'd be done though. They'd be done too. 
They're raw. How much money does they make? They're raw. I don't really care. That's the one thing I don't really care about Notre Dame not joining a conference. Who cares, dude? People get yeah, shit about the, it. But this is the way the playoff system is going to work. And the way just, no, yeah, I would say, just and, know that they will eventually get fucked over because they're not in the conference. Right. Especially once they look at it. But does expand, we will not be able to make it in without a conference championship. Nah, you'll make it, but you'll never get top four. Well, and that's what I'm Unless saying. Unless you're undefeated. Like, are you going to take. No, like, we, no, like, no, no, you're, no. you're taking the conference champion. No. Are you going to take an undefeated Notre Dame, or are you going to take a one-loss, like, USC as a top four? You're taking a one-loss USC. No, oh, you're taking undefeated Notre Dame every time. Well, I mean, I guess it's a Pac-12 team. Like Notre Dame. That. Okay, I'm talking about, okay, what about an undefeated Notre Dame or a one-loss Ohio State? Alabama. No, you're taking a one-loss Alabama. No, you're not. You're taking They won the SEC. No, you're taking, no. <sighs> no, you're taking the undefeated team. But, like I'm saying, like, if you take the, because that is the precedent that says you're going to take the undefeated team no matter what. That's the precedent. That's what's been set. You're wrong. But still, but if it comes down to a one-loss Alabama versus the one-loss Notre Dame, oh, for sure you're taking Alabama. You're taking Alabama. They won the SEC, right? But, but alright, y'all. It's been another good episode. Yeah. Obviously, you're continue to you know improve and go from here. So just keep supporting. Yep. Keep sharing the love. Yep. Follow uh, us on Instagram, HB Podcast. I try to post every day on there, so I run it. Yeah, for the most part. Every Mike, once in a while I get on there and do something. Mike had a killer reel the other day, though. Dummy! <laughs> Dummy! Yeah! Craig Rome's. Dummy! Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! Dave Snikey! Had me dying. <laughs> Had me dying. Sure. But well, once again, love y'all. Love you guys. Going. Love you, horse. As I always say, yeah. my thing. JP yeah. Podcast, Savage Bodybuilding Dad, twenty three. Yep. Send me on Instagram, Savage Guy to Light yep. underscores. In between each word, I was slamming the the tail made a nail fall out. Oh, Not nail a screw. You know what the fuck is that? Right. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.